Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Uh, right now, we're going to have a conversation about something that I think has really. Uh, people have known about this for years, but it seems like it's really escalated in the last few years. Um, the Alberta Advantage, just, it doesn't extend to auto insurance. It hasn't really for a long time. This province has for years and years and years and years had higher insurance rates than most other places in Canada. I remember the big difference when I moved to Saskatchewan from Alberta, uh, and that was way back 30 years ago, that was the early 90s. Um, you know, and you paid different rates on your... It was a, an entirely different system, but auto insurance was considerably cheaper. And although it's been that way for a long, long time, as I say, it has really taken off in the last few years. Um, we've got a temporary freeze that's in place now, has been for a good part of this year, but it comes off in just a couple of months. So so what then? Let's find out what's going on, why costs are so high, and where they might be headed. We're going to speak with Aaron Sutherland, who is Vice President for Pacific and Western Region of the Insurance Bureau of Canada. Aaron, uh, thank you for being here. I appreciate your time. Thank you for having me today. So it's your assessment that the, the increased rates in Alberta largely are because of increased legal fees, right? That's sort of where the difference lies? Yeah, you know, you mentioned the Alberta Advantage, and, and while that is diminished in auto insurance, I would suggest that it still very much exists if you're a personal injury lawyer in this province. <laughs> uh, you know, we have seen a cottage industry set up there, as we've seen other provinces on, on either side of us in British Columbia yeah. uh, and Saskatchewan and Manitoba eliminate the ability to sue. And while I think that's a bridge too far, what that means is we've seen, you know, lawyers moving into this province. We see their advertising on just about every other, you know, bus stop and every other commercial during the hockey game and things like that. Um, and, you know, what that means is, is we are seeing legal costs underlying your auto insurance premiums rise dramatically in recent years to the point that now legal costs account for roughly 20% of premiums for mandatory coverages. And Look, we all want more affordable auto insurance, but we're going to have to do something about these costs if we want to make that happen. Okay, let's go through some of the numbers. And when we're talking about increased legal costs and that's driving up the rate of inflation or of, of insurance, how much? Like, what, what, what are we talking about here? Do you know? Yeah, so we've seen legal costs grow by about 31%. Uh, in the last five years. That is massively outpacing inflation. Uh, over the last five years, drivers have spent about $1.2 billion uh, of their premiums just on legal costs. So this, is, this isn't money coming to you when you make a claim. This is money going into your lawyer's pockets. Uh, and, you know, so we've got a real challenge in the equilibrium there. If you are injured in a claim uh, and you get legal representation, what this report has found is that you know, legal costs are roughly double what you're actually receiving. So if you get a claim, about 38% is going to your lawyer and just 15% of your claim is coming to you in a pain and suffering award. Far too much of your coverage isn't coming to you in terms of treatment, care, or a pain and suffering award. It is disappearing into the pockets uh, of your lawyer. That needs to change. And we're, you know, we're really calling on government. We need to address these costs moving forward if we want to see more affordable auto insurance in this province over the long term. Is, is Alberta totally out of line with, with the rest of the country? If you take a look at the way this whole system works and how many times we end up in court, like, I mean, are, are we out of step with the rest of Canada? 
You know, it certainly appears that way, and we've been trending in that direction, as we've seen other provinces clamp down on this. Now, there are some who would say, you know, we need to go to a no-fault auto insurance system here in Alberta. Again, I would express real caution about that. That eliminates the ability to sue. And if you look at, you know, the experience of what that means for those injured, and I would say, you know, look at British Columbia. They just did this a few years ago. When you are seriously injured... Uh, and you have no legal recourse, it can re- lead to really adverse consequences where you're not able to get the care and treatment you re- you need in order to recover. Um, and so we're suggesting, look, we don't need to go that far. You know, you still deserve the right to sue. Uh, you need that if you're seriously injured. Um, but if you have a minor injury, which is about 80% of all claims, you know, sprain, strain, whiplash, something like that, you should have the choice in whether or not you want coverage uh, that includes these legal costs, or if you'd like to forgo that for a lower premium, while still ensuring that you know if you are seriously injured, nothing changes. But again, for a minor injury, giving people more choice, more control over what they're buying, so they can have an option to see savings that includes a policy that doesn't include all these costs in it for that kind of injury. Okay, just so I understand. So what you were saying then is you would have a, a policy option where I could go in and say, listen, I don't want the right to sue for a minor injury take that out of my policy and then my policy is therefore cheaper essentially and you know again minor injuries are 80 percent of claims that's what you're most likely going to get uh and you know while you're still ensuring you have all the care you need in fact we're suggesting to eliminate to further eliminate the need that you would need legal recourse we should be doubling treatment and care for all injuries um and then just really giving people choice we've got a one size fits all auto insurance policy in alberta that insurers have to sell which means you have to buy the same coverage as your neighbor uh someone down the street as you know as anybody else even though your specific circumstances uh may be very very different we think look let's give people a bit more choice let's give them the freedom to decide what kind of policy they need and specifically when it comes to these legal costs let's give them a little bit more uh, a few more options let's make sure we're protecting the right to sue for serious injuries uh, because that is always going to be paramount you never want to see someone irrevocably harmed in an auto Mm -hmm. accident uh, and having no legal recourse but if it's something you're going to recover from particularly if it's something you're going to cover from relatively quickly you should have a choice in whether or not you want the right to sue for a pain and suffering award. So for, you know, the the 5,000 or so that you can receive in cash, or if you want to forgo that to pay a lower premium, our estimates suggest that could save about $200 per driver on average. That's significant cash back in your pocket. And we think people should have that choice moving forward. It sounds great. The, the, the one question I have, and I don't know if you've gotten this far, Aaron, is, is the administration of this seems like it would be a nightmare. Like the first question is who determines what's serious enough to include in the policy or not? Well, um, right now that's all prescribed in legislation. Uh, and we would say, look, just, just, just use that. Same thing that's being done today. Um, you know, that's the mechanism that determines it. Let's continue with that. Maybe we refine that a little bit, depending on where government wants to go. But, you know, these things already exist. The system we're describing isn't unique. Yep. Uh, it's actually how things work in, in New Jersey. And in New Jersey, they have had the most stable premiums in North America over the last 20 years since they implemented this model. That's unlike any province in Canada and anywhere else. Hmm. Uh, rates are up in New Jersey about 10% over the past 20 years <laughs> versus, you know, 40 or 50% here in Alberta over that time period. So we're looking at best practices and we're saying, look, this one stands out to us. This seems to be a, a really good option. And again, 
This gives people more choice, more control over what they're buying. Let's put Albertans in the driver's seat uh, and let them decide the type of auto insurance coverage that they need. Aaron, uh, we've got, I think, what, two, two months, two and a half, three months, I guess, uh, left with this rate freeze before it comes off here in Alberta. What's your expectation? I mean, what's the timeline here to make these kinds of changes? And what do you think might happen when this temporary freeze is removed? Well, you know, look, the government is, has been clear they're exploring short and long-term solutions yeah. to improve affordability in auto insurance. Uh, we've had quite a few conversations with them on that. Not sure where they're going to land and where they're going to go. Um, we think, as, you, as you've clearly heard, the legal costs are something we have to get a yeah. grapple on. Um, but we need to do that in a considered, in a considered way uh, and in a balanced way. Again, I don't think we should be getting rid of... Um, legal recourse from our system entirely. Um, but, you know, we've got to do something about those costs. So th- these are the types of things we're putting on the table. We, you know, we have other pressures facing our auto insurance system. You know, we have a very low tax regime here in Alberta, except when it comes to auto insurance. There is a 4% tax on every single policy. We could eliminate that quite quickly uh, and save drivers, you know, that from their policy. It works out to about 65 bucks per person. So there are short-term and long-term things we can do to improve the affordability of coverage. Um, I think, you know, we're still working with government to see where they ultimately uh, are going to get to there. But, you know, these are the kind of options we're putting on the table. Aaron, uh, great information. I appreciate your time today. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Happy to be here. Thank you. You bet. That's Aaron Sutherland, who is Vice President, Pacific and Western Region for the Insurance Bureau of Canada. And um, that's what they've settled on as being the main driver behind the cost that we pay for insurance uh, in this province. And, you know, Albertans do sue four times more than the rest of the country on average. And like he said, the costs and everything that's associated with that um, is, is much higher than it is in other places. So is no fault the answer? Do we go like BC's done it, Saskatchewan's done it, right? I think Saskatchewan's always had it. I mean, those are those are government insurance programs. It's a different situation, right? Um, so is that is that the best course of action where you go to you know, you're on your own, your own insurance coverage, whatever happens, you're not in a position where you can sue the other party.